0: Thanks for connecting with us again on the Tennessee Trucking Association podcast as we continue our series covering the TTA's call on Washington. Hi, I'm Greg Thompson of MissingWordsSolutions.com. In this segment, we'll be talking with Todd Womack, who is the longtime Chief of Staff for United States Senator Bob Corker of Tennessee. We wanted to dedicate one of the segments of this series to look at the call on Washington from the perspective of the offices being visited in D.C. by the TTA. Senator Corker's office was very kind to provide us with some time on the podcast. And as you'll hear from Todd, the time spent on site by groups visiting Capitol Hill is greatly valued by legislators as they look for effective strategies for addressing issues like infrastructure. We started our conversation with Todd discussing on site visits to DC, like the effort by the TTA in April with the call on Washington. Todd, if you can, Give us a sense of the visitors, the groups that you have coming to Washington during a typical week.
1: Any given week, we've got dozens and dozens of meetings, constituents who are up from the state talking about all kinds of issues, from health care, certainly to transportation, to banking issues, sometimes foreign policy issues. You know, we are up here dealing with other offices, dealing with legislation in committees or on the floor but there's just no substitute for being able to communicate with folks who are on the ground back in Tennessee and really can help us understand the impacts of federal legislation on their industry. I think what we find is that, especially when you're legislating at the federal level, sometimes there are unintended consequences to decisions that get made. And without folks coming and talking to us about those, it's difficult to correct those, whether changes to statute or regulatory changes that might be needed. Now, I will tell you, the other thing that we do is we really strongly encourage our staff to be down in the state. So it goes both ways. We certainly have folks from all across state up here on a regular basis meeting with us. But we also, during recess periods, have our staff back meeting with uh, industry groups and individual business folks back in Tennessee. And and that, in some ways, is just as valuable, if not more, being able to actually meet with them maybe inside their own offices, being able to tour a facility and, and actually see firsthand what is happening there but you know we're limited on how much of that we can do because of the demands back in Washington so really appreciate people coming up and talking to us helping us understand the real-world impacts of decisions that are getting made here.
0: As you said to be able to listen to those guys to see Like you said, the unintended consequences. Something that may look good on one side may have a downstream impact. Yeah,
1: that's right. That is true. I think the other thing that is true is sometimes folks come up here and the way that people get news now is really more varied than ever. 40 years ago when there were three news stations and the local paper of record, that's really changed. And so there's social media. There are tons of cable news stations or whatever out there. So a lot of times also we'll have people who will come up and they will believe legislation is doing one thing. And so sometimes it's also clearing up what the legislation actually does. There's a lot of, I hate to use the word, fake news. But there is misinformation sometimes out there that needs to be addressed or corrected. And, and so those one-on-one meetings allows us to do that sometimes. But Certainly, it is very helpful to us in understanding what legislative changes might need to occur, what regulatory changes might need to occur. Sometimes our job, actually, is to not legislate, right? things are actually working well and you're actually going to create stifling rules that are unnecessary and burdensome. All of those items get addressed really through one-on-one meetings with our constituents.
0: Well and I know in trucking's case there are a lot of regulations and as we know there need to be regulations related to safety and interstate commerce and all that but there can be some unnecessary regulations. There can be over regulation and I think that's kind of what you're talking to and one of the things that happened I know during the meeting with your team was that they were able to talk about different regulations that states were looking to put in, and having kind of a patchwork quilt out there, and again the downstream effect of that. Yeah,
1: and. You know, there are two ways of looking at that. Sometimes folks will come up and say we would like to harmonize the the regulatory regime at the federal level because of all the different state regimes that exist. We do tell people to be really careful about that, though, because sometimes what can happen is that you end up with a federal regulation, but you also keep all the state regulatory regimes in place. And sometimes it's also easier if you're operating in two or three states to work with those state legislatures to address a problem versus moving more to a larger federal system. what I've observed here being here for a while is that the federal government it is so big and, and you're talking about laws that affect the entire country sometimes, We almost have to legislate by formula in many ways. We're not as good at dealing with one discrete problem as a local municipality or state. got to be careful, I think, on that account, but certainly I think that was part of
0: the conversation. When you're talking about trucking, we're talking about roads, and infrastructure is a huge issue out there in the country right now. There's been a lot of talk about it. What is Senator Corker's view on the state of the infrastructure in the country?
1: one of the things that the last presidential race really focused in on was the need to invest in infrastructure around the country, and, and we believe that is a high priority. What Senator Corker will say is that we do need to invest in infrastructure, but we need to make sure that we pay for it. Tennessee has led the way in that regard. We have no road debt, and haven't for many, many years. We actually pay for improvements that are made in our state. In fact, the governor and the state legislature just put some measures in place that will create far more investment in Tennessee, but they're paying for them. One thing Washington does not do a great job of, whether Republicans or Democrats are in charge, it does not have a great track record of actually making investments, but Paying for them. There's no doubt, and we talk about this with folks who are up, that we've got to invest in crumbling infrastructure around the country. But we really believe that as Tennessee has done, and we're really proud of our state's record in this way, we've got to figure out ways of making sure that we're not making improvements to our infrastructure, but our grandchildren are going to be saddled with the the bill for that so we have really been very active in pushing for infrastructure improvements but also looking and very open to whatever revenue sources might be necessary to make sure
0: that they are paid for you know as i talked with dave manning and he was one of the folks that came to visit with you guys was we talked about the fact that the fuel tax in the country the national fuel tax has not been raised since 1993 so I guess what you're talking about here is that before we move forward with an infrastructure plan, we've got to find a way to pay for it.
1: Right, right now, the way that we pay for infrastructure improvements in our country is through a user fee. The folks who use our roads and bridges, and certainly trucking is a big, big part of that, through the gas tax, they pay for improvement to infrastructure. We have thrown out the idea of a revenue neutral increase to the gas tax in the past, and at the same time, cutting other taxes in other places. But you know, the way a user fee works is that it's got to keep up with the improvements that are being made. And certainly, I think the trucking industry is very open to that. The proposal we put in place says that if you're going to increase that user fee, that you cut taxes in other places. You know, that's one option. We're also talking right now in Washington about overall tax reform. You know, as part of that, if you could do an infrastructure package, it's possible that as you change the way that we collect revenues in this country, that you can also deal with paying for infrastructure improvements as part of that. So we're very open to what that looks like. But Just as again, Governor Haslam and the Tennessee legislature just did as it relates to Tennessee's roads and infrastructure improvements, it's just critical that we pay for these things. Our current user fee isn't keeping up with needs, so we've been stealing money from the general fund to pay for infrastructure improvements that is adding to the $19 trillion debt that we have and growing. That is something that's not sustainable. That's not what a country that is strong does. you got to have great infrastructure, but you've also got to pay
0: for it as you go. Well, and the fact that you guys can sit down and talk with trucking and find out, okay, what are your pain points, how can we work together, has got to be an important part of that fact-gathering process as you move forward with some of these initiatives. we were
1: talking about earlier come in. Us understanding what the industry's priorities are and certainly the industry's been very good about having an openness to figuring out you know how we're going to fund the improvements that need to be made.
0: Well Todd I cannot thank you enough for the time and the perspective you shared with us here on the Tennessee Trucking Association podcast. We really appreciate it and we're also very grateful for all the efforts of Senator Corker and the staff that you oversee to keep the country moving forward. We look forward to talking with you down the road. It's a privilege
1: to be here. Senator Corker greatly appreciates the ability the Tennesseans have given him to represent them here, and we appreciate all the folks that are kind enough to spend time coming to see us and making us aware of we're doing up here affects them and again it's a privilege to work for Senator Corker and I know that he is very grateful for what the trucking industry means to our state. If you just look at the companies in our state that are involved in trucking we are main and main both in terms of trucking and logistics generally so really proud of what those jobs mean to our state and I really appreciate the input and involvement we get from them.
0: Once again, we want to thank Todd Womack for taking time out of his schedule and Senator Bob Corker's Chief of Staff to join us on the Tennessee Trucking Association podcast. You can hear more segments in this series by staying right here with us. If you'd like to come back to the podcast, the full catalog of offerings in this series, as well as other TTA podcast recordings, will be available on the TTA website, tntrucking.org. I would also encourage you to visit TNTrucking.org to find out the latest happenings with TTA and how you can get involved in the organization. TNTrucking.org is a great resource for anyone involved in trucking within the state of Tennessee. If you'd like to hear or read any of my other work, please visit my website, missingwordsolutions.com. Once again, we appreciate your time and lending an ear to the Tennessee Trucking Association podcast. Keep listening, and let's keep safety first with every mile.